0: Welcome back to another episode on the Expand Your Awareness podcast. My name is Aaron Dowdy, and today I have something I think is maybe something you've never heard before, and it's something that I'm passionate about, something that I've noticed in reality in general, and something I felt, experienced. I'm sure intuitively you have too at a certain level. And when we begin to cultivate this and use it to our advantage, I think we'll find that we start to really resonate with what we want in a very powerful way. So what is this that I'm talking about? Well, you probably saw the title of the podcast, which is Understanding the Law of Attraction with Locational Energy. Now, locational energy, what does that mean exactly? Well, the idea is that every place that we go to has a certain vibrational resonance. And this has to do with a couple things. This has to do with mainly... The people that have lived there with the thoughts that they have had and the kind of activities that have gone on there. So there's certain places that you may have gone before where you feel a certain way. Maybe you feel very uplifted. You feel almost like a high vibration. You feel very light. And maybe there's places you've been where you go in and it feels very low, very dense energy. And the difference is what has actually happened there. And the trail—I'm going to be talking about that in a minute—the trail that has been left from that of the other people that were there, the prior conversations that might have, might have been had there, or the activities that have gone on. Now, what actually inspired this 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 uh, podcast is—it's something that I've just realized. You know, there's—I used to have this place that I lived in, and what I would do is when I moved in, I moved in—it was a model house, and. I moved in and I decided that what I wanted to do, uh, because I knew that there was like a certain grid or a certain type of energy I wanted to imprint into it, because I believe that if somebody were like, for example, the house I live in now, the people that lived in it before were the owners of this house and they lived up to it. They lived in this house up until the week before I moved in, which means their energy was imprinted in the house with the conversations they've had with uh, the kind of uh, whatever they were doing, um, the kind of TV they watched, all of those things. Now, I don't know exactly what that is. And in general, I feel like they had a pretty uh, high vibration anyways. Um, one of the ladies that lived... or the There was a husband and wife that lived here with their kids, and one of them worked for Cirque du Soleil. So I know she's really into fitness, um, very probably very d- disciplined. And I don't know, they just feel like they, they looked like a happy couple from the pictures that I could see. But in general... I can feel, you can feel it when you go somewhere, just kind of like the kind of energy of it, the kind of vibe of it. But in the last place I lived in, it took about a week, but in about a week into it, I started to kind of imprint and could feel that my energy was more dominant there than whoever was there before, even though it was a model home, but like all the hundreds of people that walked through that house, if not thousands of people that walked through that house. So here's the thing, let me kind of explain it like this. Now, I wish I had like a handy dandy notebook to show you to kind of like draw this out. But imagine, imagine that you see a stick figure And over that stick figure, you see a thought form, you know, like the old school thought forms where you see like a a little thought bubble. And imagine that in that thought form is something someone is thinking of. Maybe they're thinking of uh, someone they love and they feel, they have a heart in the middle of that thought form because they're feeling love. Now, the thing is, is normally, the way we think about it is that that thought doesn't exist other than just a thought inside of our mind. But the thing is, is our thoughts They are invisible, which means they're not visible to the eye spectrum, but that doesn't mean they don't exist. It just means that they're not of a frequency that we can see yet. Now, all thoughts, anything that manifests in life starts as a thought. It's just that we continually think that thought, and then eventually it crystallizes into reality through persistence, through focus, through a lot of uh, emotion or whatever it is. But the thoughts that we think are much more alive than we think. I recently did a video and it's not out yet, but it's called like thoughts are things literally like not, it's not, not just a metaphor. Thoughts are literally things we just can't see. Now, imagine it like this. There is a grid around all of our bodies. We all have an electromagnetic energy around our body and around our body, there will be an aura, which is like the auric field around our body of how we feel, the emotions we have. And what happens is the thoughts that we're consistently thinking and feeling will Normally, be within that energy field. Now, for about 30 days or more, we have a certain momentum of thoughts. We have a certain momentum of those thoughts that we've been having. And that's why sometimes we may change the momentum, but it may take a while. Maybe it kind of bleeds out the older momentum we had going because there's a momentum that we have within our energy field of the thoughts that we have. So, Those thoughts are within our field. We may not actually see it. And then when we go out into the world, those patterns resonate with certain experiences, certain people, and that is something that influences our reality and links us up to those experiences. The vibration we have, we will experience what is equal to that vibration in our life. So that's why being aware of what we're putting in our electromagnetic field is important. Now, here's the thing though just like we are individually creating or choosing our own reality with this energetic field, together, collectively, many people on the planet are doing the same thing. We are all connected and we are all, there's an electromagnetic energy around the earth of what we are all consistently thinking of. We can call this the collective consciousness. Now, we are all connected. And when you go out into the world, different locations have a different vibration depending on the thoughts those people have had before you think of it in a way like an energy trail. I may walk, if you've ever seen, you know, maybe you've seen like the psychedelic movies where you see like these trails or something like that, or I'm trying to think of what a good analogy would be. Um, if you have like a light strobe, a strobing light, that's going really bright. And like you were to move around, you'd see kind of a trail of it or the trail of like, when you have sparks, on like 4th of July and there's little sparks and you're moving them around. You can kind of see figure eights and stuff. Think of it like a trail like that. Like, you know, there's not millions and millions of different, you know, the figure eight, you're doing it in that, in that motion, but it's like, you're just kind of seeing the trail of it. And the same way we leave a trail of thoughts all around us with everything that we're thinking. And those thoughts with time, End up being imprinted on the location that we priorly were or just that we're going into. So, for example, if you were, there's certain places on the earth that have a very high vibration. Some people call these the chakra points of the earth. There's one in Hawaii, there's one in Mount Shasta. Uh, California. There's one in Sedona. That's one of the reasons I go to Sedona every four to six weeks is because the energy there is very high. You go to Peru, you go to Ayers Rock in uh, Australia. There's places, uh, I think the Stonehenge is one of them. There's there's different places on the planet that also have something called ley lines that have to do with the grid of the planets. That's why the ancients put the pyramids on certain formations on the ley lines because of the vibration of it. But in general, those places have a certain vibrational frequency. Now, I was listening recently to a audiobook from Sadhguru. If you've ever heard of him, he's like a famous, well-known guru, like enlightened guy from India, and he was talking in one of his uh, books about going to certain places because of the spiritual energy there and how you can soak it in and it literally will influence you. And it got me thinking about this more because it's something I've always really thought of. And, you know, it's my way of looking at it is you go to these places and they're spiritual places and you end up in a way kind of bringing in and bringing those places within you. And it becomes something that influences you, even at subconscious levels. Maybe you've seen people before that go on some type of trip. They didn't expect it to happen, but then they come back and maybe they start changing their diet around. They start changing their habits. They start meditating, whatever it is. It could be because they tapped into the vibration of that place. And that place has then started to influence them. So this is something I've been aware of for years, but now I'm actually starting to put it down on paper or at least put it out there online. It's something I really believe. And when I moved into this house, for example, one of the first priorities was using that of Sage or Palo Santo. Now here's the thing. Is Palo Santo or Sage have the power inside of it to clear negative energy? Maybe. I'm not sure. I don't know 100%, but what I do know is that there's thousands or hundreds of thousands of people, Native Americans in the past that have used Sage to clear spaces. So just because the in the energy matrix of the planet, there have been so many other people that have used Sage to with the intention of Healing or, you know, with the intention of clearing the space, the vibration of different places, it has like almost like a strong gravity of power because it's worked for so many other people. So, of course, the power is always within us. But do I need the sage? Do I need the Palo Santo? I could probably do it just with my thoughts alone, but I use it as a tool. So I use Sage Palo Santo. I've cleared this space plenty now. It's starting to become of my vibration because I live here and I'm always going in and think about the trail I'm leaving everywhere I go. And I'm, you know, that's one of the things when I knew I wanted this house, I thought of all the amazing content that I can make. And in a way, that's something that inspired me because I'm like, man, i will be in such a good vibration. And that was something that I knew I could focus on. So in general, the thoughts that we have that we think are invisible, they are invisible until they materialize. However, it doesn't mean they don't exist. It just simply means that we don't see them with our eye spectrum. So the key to this is being aware of what we are putting out, what thoughts we're putting out, and how that stays in our energy field, and then being aware of what locations we go to. Now, here's a hack. If you want to experience more of the vibrational resonance of what you want to experience, something that you could do is you could go to the vibration. You go to a place that has the vibration of what you want to exist in. So for example, if you wanted a certain job, you could go to that job already and hang out there, kind of go around and see what it's like to be there if you're allowed to and start to soak in the vibration of that place. You know, I want to be, and I'm going to be in the next couple of months doing seminars and doing conventions and stuff like that, where I speak in front of a lot of people. I could go to these conventions now and see what it's like and be in the vibration of it because there've been many other people that have given talks, maybe even go on stage and see what it's like there because there's a certain energy bubble, a certain energy trail of the prior speakers that have been there. Maybe it's on a totally different subject, but it's still of a similar vibration. So what you could do is if you wanted to, for example, this is the analogy I normally always use, but it's kind of easy to understand. If you wanted to own your own art gallery, you could go to an actual art gallery. You could talk to the owner and get to the vibrational field of the owner of that art gallery to see what their thought process is like. And as you put yourself in that vibration, it will start to affect you in a powerful way. This is about the awareness of the vibrational places that you go to. This is the awareness of the kind of people that you talk about because everything, everyone you talk to has a certain energy field and you can kind of feel it and you could feel, and you can cultivate your own house to have a certain vibration as well. Now, just recently, actually, I might seem kind of a kind of like a hard ass about this, but my uh, my I had some family come over and look at the house. My dad and my sister, more specifically, and I love them to death. However they start every now and then they bicker at each other. And when they bicker, it's kind of like a sarcastic argument type thing. But my sister, I come from a family that we all have very loud voices. I'm sure that you've heard in my videos, I have a very loud voice. My, my dad and my sister both have loud voices. So when everyone's talking, it's just really, really loud. And I have my house set up a certain way. I have where I put the intention into it. I'm creating a lot of content out of it, so I take it. It's almost like my sacred space. I put music in the background. I have a water fountain with water, you know, with like a water sound. I have this very serene, peaceful, Zen-type environment, and that's the way I view it. And I take kind of pride in it, not in a way like, oh, look how nice my house is, but more so like, this is this is the energy that I cultivate. And I don't let just anybody over. I don't have like parties and stuff like that because also I realize that when people come over, they're leaving their imprints. They're literally bringing in the imprint of their vibration into it. So if someone comes over that has a very negative vibration, you know, not that it's the end of the world because that can be cleared. However, it's just like you know, you just got. I'm just mindful of what I bring into my house. Now, my family has a good vibration. I'm not saying they have a lower vibration or anything, but what I'm saying is they came over, they were looking at the house, having a great time, but then they started bickering about something randomly. And my sister has a loud voice and she's very argumentative sometimes. She kind of gets that. I used to be in forensics debate in high school, and that's kind of where I knew I wanted to become a speaker. She's also loves forensics debate and she's in high school now. So she's a little bit, a lot, about 10 years younger than me. And, uh, she, she kind of has that personality sometimes, but she started to argue with my dad and it started to get louder and louder. And eventually I was like, you know what? I was like, not to be a dick, but that just don't do do that somewhere else. That stuff doesn't fly in my house. I don't want to hear it. There's no point. This, this argument's ridiculous anyways, just drop it, talk about it later or whatever, just not here. And, and I didn't mean to be rude about it, but it's like, it's almost like I just, I take I'm very aware of the vibration of that I live in or the place that I live in. And this is not just like where I lay my head at night. This is where I work too. So it's like, I like to have a high vibration because I'm constantly putting out content. You know, I make a video a day on YouTube. I do two or three Instagram posts a day. I go live every couple of days. I do podcasts more often. Now I'm trying to do two or three a week. Um, I do editing. I do all my work here and I work you know, quite often. So it's like, I, I just take, I take it kind of like, you know, we can still have fun. Fun is a different, you know, fun is a good high vibration, but the argument the, the, like argumenting and stuff that lowers the vibrational frequency of the place. And that will leave like a trail. And have you ever felt too, that maybe you go somewhere and you felt like you kind of walked into something or you like picked something up in a way? Well, we can only pick up that, which we have somewhat of an activation of vibration within us. So, for, from a certain level, I could be like, well, if I just don't, if I ignore the argument uh, that they're having, maybe it won't affect me. But that could work. However, I'm just being honest with myself. And if the path of least resistance for me just says, hey, stop, just stop. There's no, there's no need for that. That seemed easier to me than like trying to put up this wall, you know, or something like that. Now, something else that I do every night before I go to bed, this might sound different. I wasn't going to share this, but I might as well. Before I go to bed every night, what I do is I put an electromagnetic grid. I imagine an electromagnetic grid around my bed. And what I do is I put the intention that all the energy around my body and around my bed is transmuted into like love energy. So it's like, if I have any thoughts or there's any thoughts bouncing around that are negative, they don't necessarily affect me while I'm sleeping or affect my energy field at all, except for in a positive way. And I set the intention that I wake up in the morning feeling energized and that I sleep very good, get very deep sleep. And I set all these intentions and I find that by doing so I get amazing results. I wake up feeling refreshed. I have great sleep. So it's something that I am mindful of that I put the intention into. Now, when I chose this place, I actually looked at many other different places. And one thing I did is I went to this high luxury place in Vegas. There's called Vantage uh, High Rise Condos. And they're very nice. Like they have loft style, um, views of the city, uh, a couple floors up, you know, it was really nice. They were a little more pricey, but I was like, oh man, it'd be cool to film there, to have like the view of the strip in the background. And I was thinking about it. I go there to take a tour of it, to get, to look around. And right when I walk into one of the the buildings or just in general, just from getting there, I could feel almost a constriction. I felt like I could hardly breathe. Like I had to really take a deep breath to breathe in. And to me, it just felt like that was a sign to me that this vibration is not compatible. It felt like it was really Constricting my breathing. And as weird as that sound, that made me know, hey, this is not the place for you. And I went and looked in, I looked around, I was like, oh, yeah, it's kind of nice. It wasn't as nice as I thought. I was like, okay, I, I want a house. I don't want to, I know it's a luxury apartment, but I, I want a little more space in between me and my neighbors and stuff like that. So I decided I wanted a house. And then luckily I went to two or three different houses. This is the best vibration out of all of them. Plus, it was the best layout that I liked. So I ended up going to this house. But you can feel it almost. You can feel when you go to certain places. What is the vibration of those place of that place that you're going into? And some of the things that I recommend you do is to become more aware of the vibration of your house and to be a little bit more mindful of maybe you know who comes over. You know, if, if you're bringing over people that are venting to you, though, that venting is literally, even though it's invisible, you can't actually see the thought forms that venting is being spewed and like vomited all around your house. So be aware of it. Clear it. If so, I mean, sometimes I get, I get it. You have family members There's certain things that go on trying to help someone, you know, empathic and helping them. I get it. However, be aware and then clear the space afterwards. Understand that if you want to. Vibrationally resonate with a certain reality go to a place where that's already the vibration begin to tap into it begin to be around people in the energy field of the people that you want to be similar to they say we are the average of the five people we're around the most now one of the reason that is too is it's not just because oh you know it's like you're around them you're going to think similar to them it's like you literally resonate at the same vibration of them you pick up on the same pattern subconsciously i know me and my buddy victor Victor moved to Vegas like a year and a half ago. And since he's lived here, there's a lot that's changed about my habits. I eat a lot cleaner now. He eats very clean. He counts his macros, which means he counts his calories and stuff. I never, I used to look at that and be like, oh, that seems like ridiculous. Why did you count the macros? It seems very rigid. But I started to do it and guess what? I have more energy than ever before. I am better shaped than ever before. I've lost about 10 pounds of fat that I had. Um, I am stronger. I'm more built. I'm getting more muscular. So just like those habits, those things, those things really influence one another. So I'd be very mindful of who you bring into your space and who you're around a lot because you're literally gonna vibrationally resonate more with them. Now, pay attention to the energy around you. And what I would recommend is maybe go to some of these spiritual places on the the planet. Maybe go to Sedona, go to Mount Shasta, go to Hawaii. Why do you think a lot of people go to Hawaii for honeymoons? Hawaii is the heart chakra of the planet. And when people go there, it literally opens up their heart. Maybe people go there and they... They feel it, and they're like, oh, they feel so much love, or they go there, and then they want to come back for a honeymoon because they felt that resonance, and it's something that is like the capital of where people go for honeymoons you know everyone a lot of people go to Hawaii for their honeymoon because of that reason now there's many different places that have an imprint of even ancient societies a lot of ancient information may have been left in the temples in Egypt so going there it's not just oh I got some cool pictures for Instagram you go there you literally tap into the vibrational matrix of that place remember that there is an electromagnetic energy around your body and in the same way there's one around the planet and different places we go to have a different frequency a different compression of energy and we're able to influence ourselves in a very powerful way there. So with all of this being said, that's how you can practically apply it. You can allow yourself to become more aware of your own vibration, how you can influence what you're experiencing in your life and influence your own vibration in a powerful way. And just know that the more you take ownership of where you are and your space and you hold it more as sacred, the more sacred it will be to you. That's what I've done in my life. I've cultivated that vibration and uh, my work environment at home. And it's something that's really helped me. It's something I know is a little bit different, but I wanted to share it with you because that's what the podcast is all about. Me kind of just sharing these ideas, some things that maybe I haven't shared on YouTube before. Let me know what you think of this episode. If you could respond to my newest Instagram at Aaron underscore Dowdy on Instagram and respond to my newest post on a comment and let me know what you think of this episode. That would be awesome. That gives me feedback just to know how many more episodes I should be doing. Let me know what you thought. Do you like stuff like that? it's a little bit different than the norm of what I speak about. Let me know. That'd be awesome. So you can find me, of course, on Instagram. Aaron underscore Dowdy four on Instagram. I do live Q and A's there. You can find me on YouTube at Aaron Dowdy. That's the main bread and butter. That's mainly where you probably found me to be honest. And other than that, I want to thank you all for being here today. I had a lot of fun and uh, look forward to interacting with you all. And with that being said, peace, much love and namaste.